Hey, I'm here with Sarah Delane, and you are going to know the scoop. Sarah, how are you doing? I'm doing great. How are you doing, Rob? I am doing wonderfully. You know, there are probably a lot of people out there that are saying, Sarah Delane, Sarah Delane, I know that name. Tell everybody <laughs> a little bit about you. Well, I got to tour with Bill Gaither's Homecoming Tour for six years and be on the videos and had a great time doing that. Sang with Nancy Harmon for a few years and have been on my own singing. And for the last five and a half years, I've been able to be a music pastor here in Nashville at Cornerstone Church. And now I'm back out on the road ministering in music and doing mission work in Asia. Wow. So you're, you're doing some mission work in Asia. Tell everybody a little bit about that. Well, for uh, years, I did that with uh, Dr. Nora Lamb, who they made a movie about called China Cry, and was able to uh, take Bibles into the underground house churches and uh, loved it and just became a part of who I was. God just really gave me a love for the Asian people. And um, so I'm going back in June and bringing Bibles to unknown and unreached peoples. And um, so that's a big passion of mine, and, and it's always been. I think it always will be, and I'm really thankful that God's put that on my heart. Now, I read, and I don't remember where I read this, but that there's quite a revival going on in Asia right now as far as with Christians really, they're being hungry for Christian Bibles, being hungry for, for hearing people speak. Is, is that what you're yes. finding too? Yes. China has really exploded as far as the Christian scene goes. And they were averaging about 15,000 people every day coming to know Christ. And so the, the amount of Bibles that were needed to supply the demand was great, which where we came in and, and was able to bring them lots of Bibles. Now it's more in the cities you're able to get Bibles a lot better than you could even five years ago. So now we're going into two different uh, parts of Asia that I can't say over the air where right. we're going, but uh, it's in different parts that aren't able to get, get the Word. So we're able to take that in in different ways and provide that for them. Oh, that is so cool. Who? But the church is growing, that's for sure, in Asia. It is growing like crazy, and it's, it's a great encouragement for them to know that there are people in the West that are praying for them and that care for the suffering that they go through, and it's just it's amazing to hear their stories. Oh, it is. There are some amazing stories. How old were you when you started to sing? Um, I was four years old, uh -huh. sang with my family, took my first trip to Asia when I was seven, celebrated four birthdays in Taiwan, and uh, have been singing ever since. Wow. So who've been kind of your influences through your years? Because I know artists kind of evolve. It's, it's not always the same person that influences them from the start, but there's always that core group of people that influence them. And then just kind of new people come along and they say, you know, I like that sound or I want to incorporate that. Who were your core influences when you started singing? Um, when I first started singing, I wanted to sound like um, Evie and Sandy Patty, like every girl in the United States of America. <laughs> <laughs> and so I bought all of Sandy Patty's tracks and tried to sing really high, which was totally not my range. And uh, so I met Nancy Harmon, and she got me down into my alto range. <laughs> and she probably influenced me the, the most on projection and then uh, listening to Ella Fitzgerald bringing that jazz and rhythmic uh, rhythm in your voice. Um, probably Nancy Harmon and Ella Fitzgerald are probably the biggest influencers on my style. Nancy is... is How about that? that is, see, and I like <laughs> that. Can't meet in Pentecost and, and smoking room <laughs> jazz <laughs> singer. <laughs> well, see, I grew up with Ella, so that, yeah, and, and Nancy both, so I guess I've had that, that influence. <laughs> And and speaking of your time with Nancy, how was 
give me a great story from the road and, and with when you were with Nancy. Oh my gosh! I mean, well, being with Nancy, Larry Goss says it best. He says, "When you're with Nancy, you become God conscious." And her prayer life is like none I've, I've ever known. And she was probably the best thing for me. I've traveled to her from the time I was 14 years old into my 20s. And every day you had 30 minutes where you prayed as a group together and 30 minutes before church that you prayed together. If you had any ought in your heart against anyone, you didn't get on that stage. And you had to have something to say. She always encouraged you to memorize the scripture and have a testimony to say because you might take the service that night. No one knew. And uh, sometimes Nancy would just stop, sit down, and say, go ahead and preach. You know, and so you had to have something to say, hopefully, that God would, you know, help you through. You know, I would always quickly look for another Sarah when she'd say, Sarah, come on out and testify for the Lord, you know. <laughs> oh, dear God. You know, but it was great. It was a great experience uh, for me to be able to lock myself in the room and memorize 15, 20 scriptures at a time and have that later in life just to really, you know, the Holy Spirit bring it to your remembrance, the very word that you need, and then to be able to express to an audience, you know, your testimony only affects a handful of people, but the word of God is for everybody. And um, that's probably the greatest thing that I took from her was the ministry before artistry um, and how to communicate a song and really minister it. Isn't that great um, discipline, uh, too? I mean... Oh, yeah, it's like boot camp, for real. I mean... It's great discipline um, to be able to have that being a ha- daily habit of prayer and study the Word. I mean, you had to, or she'd send you home. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if she could. <laughs> I, I have I've met her a few times, and my impression is she's very no nonsense. It's not, you know, she wouldn't mess with you if you didn't do what she wanted. I'm thinking she did send you home. Yeah, you're done. <laughs> <laughs> That is awesome. But that that discipline is is what we need. I mean, because really what you do for a living and and what God has called you to do, which is is minister, you have to have a certain level of discipline. Otherwise, you're not going to be successful in winning people, which is the ultimate goal is winning people for the, you know. Right. Keep them focused. Yes. So. Okay, I have a lot of questions, but I'm, I'm going to do this right off the bat. And here we go, because you've me- you've mentioned Ella Fitzgerald. I want you to do something for me, and this is in no particular order. These people can be living or dead. Okay. We'll dig them up for the song if we have to. <laughs> Five people you would love to sing a duet with. They can be living oh or dead. God. They don't have to be... Uh, they can be Ella Fitzgerald if you want. Uh, they can be any any artist any genre anywhere and that's what we're going to do no particular order i don't want this to be an order because that gets scary for artists and they immediately start panicking and they sweat and it's not cool so they they're not in any particular order but five artists you would love to have the opportunity living or dead to sing a duet with holy cow um okay so that's number five no, we're not taking a break. See that? That ruins the whole continuity. I don't want people to think Sarah is always all together. I mean, they look at you and go, okay, she must be always all together. I want oh, you yeah, to be right. rattled, and this is what we're doing. Should I play some Jeopardy music? I got time. You got time? Oh, okay, let's see. Uh, okay. Walter Hawkins. Okay, that's fine. Vestal Goodman, who I got to work with for nine months in her office and became close to her, but never got to sing a duet with her. Uh, um, Dorinda Clark Cole. Okay, so three. Uh, Tremaine Hawkins. Ooh, that would be cool. Um, 
And uh, how about a secular uh, Nora Jones? I like Nora. Yeah, I do too. She has a really unique style. Exactly. Thank you. And I like that because I don't let everybody always sound the same and feel the same. I want my music to sometimes move me in a different direction and not to sound like everybody else. So, Now, you talked a little bit about your working with a church choir. Yeah. Tell me the challenge. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. What was the biggest challenge you had working with a choir? Oh, boy. Um, Well, you know, it was great because the things that Nancy taught me as a um, teenager, I taught this choir. Um, You know, they knew that they needed to praise God out loud. And we worked a lot on the music side of it, but there's a lot of choirs that can sing and throw down, you know. But there are a lot of choirs that know how to pray, that know how to praise out loud, that know um, scriptures if I called on them. And so we really focused a lot on that, um, which made the songs just come alive. You know, when they understood exactly what they were singing about, they had a testimony behind it. Um, You know, they associated god's hand in their life and some part of the song um it just made that song come alive and that was probably the most fun that i had was teaching them how to praise god out loud in our times of practices um we wouldn't just practice the song we would also practice the presence of the lord where we would just take time and praise god out loud and and to a lot of them it sounded so foreign to hear their own voice out loud you know <laughs> it's like oh, oh no you know but it was just so neat that when they got to the point where they didn't care and everyone in the room was just praising God out loud. It was so beautiful. And that was probably, that probably sounds strange, but that was probably the the neatest thing that I took from that experience was seeing people grow in their praise and grow in their worship um, to God as the outward expression. It was really cool. Favorite song done by a choir? Uh, Probably For Every Mountain. Why? Um, it builds and builds, and it talks about the faithfulness of God, that God's helped you climb every mountain and get He's brought you through. I mean, it, this whole focus is on Him and the greatness of God. Nice. Um, and then to hear the, the vastness of the parts and the building of the music is just its pretty electrifying. It's pretty cool. Okay, question for you. Like I told you before we started this interview, not like any other interview you're going to do. So far, probably, am I right? I'm checking in. We're about halfway yeah. in. Yeah. Yeah, you're doing good at keeping your mind. I, I told you. I, don't, awesome. I wouldn't awesome. lie to you, Sarah. Okay, next question. What is the one thing God has been kind of challenging you personally on in the last year? In the last year, complete and absolute trust and um, kind of he's taken away my own agenda of how I think things should be. Um just going from being a music pastor to back out on the road, knowing that he is in ultimate control and whatever he wants. I mean, I mean, we say that all the time, I have faith for whatever God wants, but when it comes to your whole lifestyle being changed, it's like, God, do you really know what the heck you're doing? <laughs> you know, and he does, he does. So I'm, I'm walking by faith, God, whatever doors you open up, I want to be willing to walk through and not have some, uh, some of my own barriers you know, tear them all down, God, so I can be used in the way you want me to. So are you a That's fixer? Me. Um, are you one of those people know. that has to kind of fix everything, you know, so it's just right? No, I'm, I like to hire people to fix things. Oh, me, <laughs> preach it, preach it now, now, there we go. Amen. Hey. No, I'm a planner, and, and I do like to know, you know, what I'm 
going to be doing ahead and what does that entail and, you know, stuff like that. But I go with the flow pretty well. But um, on life, whole life changes, you know, it's it's good. It's a good place to be in, you know, that you're you're really uh, unsure of your footing, but you know that God has it. You know what I mean? That's it. So. That, and, and so, so many people are always, and I'm one of these people. I want to kind of tell God, you know, like, okay, Lord, this is what I, I know, you know, I'm praying for your will. And, and, but God, you know, there's, these are the things I'd really like to have happen. Um, right. So that, that's me. I'm one of those people. I, I, yeah. I, I, so explain to the Lord. Yeah. So it's like, Lord, I know you got this handled. And yeah, you created the earth and stuff. But, you know, I got a couple of things here that I'd like to take care of if you could for me. And, you know, I know I'm praying your will, but, you know, if, if it is your will, could you kind of make this happen now? You know, and, Okay, three. I want three comfort foods for Sarah. When Sarah needs comfort, needs that time where she just goes, "Okay, I need to have this." What are your three comfort foods? The Starbucks counts food. (laughs) Hey, I'm from Seattle. Starbucks counts as a food group, not just a. Starbucks is like, yeah, I need another job to support my Starbucks habit. Starbucks for sure. Um, I guess pizza. It's mm. really bad, but yeah, pizza. And um, I don't know. The third one would be good night. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm okay. sorry. But pizza's <laughs> a good answer. Do you like do, do you like Chicago style pizza? Yes, and I like. Uh, um, you know, I guess it's an Oregon thing. The Hawaiian uh, ham and pineapple. Well, I think that's all over the country. But I yeah. think it's bigger out on the West Coast, yes. Probably so, yeah. How, okay, it's all good. and that leads to a great question. Of course, you're from Portland, living in yes. Nashville. Yes. Best part of each. Best part of Portland. What was your favorite part of living in Portland and your favorite part now of living in Nashville? Well, the best part of Portland would be, obviously, my family is all there, but um, no humidity. Oh, it's wonderful. <laughs> the spring and the Christmas Christmas of the air when it's not raining. Um, and then I guess uh, Nashville, um, I love the Portland people, but Nashville Southern Hospitality, you just can't beat. I always thought that actually the first time I went to Nashville was 93. And I, I thought that everybody was being so nice to me because they were going to rip me off. That's, <laughs> I kept looking lo- yeah, and waiting for them to come out in the parking lot and roll me or something, you know. <laughs> I was like, nice. so I was, I was like, I've now gotten used to it, and I, I travel there a lot. So now it's, I, I'm used to the whole Nashville friendliness. It wasn't it? Yeah. For, you know, you bump into somebody and they say "excuse me" to you, and you're like, I, it was my fault, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what exactly. do you see besides the new album, which we haven't really talked about? Besides the new album, what else do you see in the coming year for for Sarah? Lots of mission work and music evangelism, and however God opens up the doors for that, I'm, I'm game. So I'm just walking it out by faith every day. So how many songs, as you're working on the new album, how many songs are you looking at? How many? Right now we're looking at eight. Wow. So you're down to that point. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's cool. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, Jason Webb is helping me, and um, he's such an amazing musician and just had such a great heart for God. He and his family uh, came to Cornerstone where I was a music pastor there, and I got to know them better, and just great talent, great talent. Hey, Sarah, give everybody your website. 
Sarah Delane, Sarah with an H on the end, <laughs> D-E-L-A-N-E dot com is my website. Cool. And you get all kinds of information, get ministry updates, everything there? Absolutely. Twitter updates and everything. <laughs> Twitter? Well, by the way, which we didn't mention, you got a Twitter account? It is. It's Sarah Delane. Wow, that is so easy. <laughs> It doesn't get much easier than that, does it? That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks so much for hanging out with us. Hey, thank you so much for talking with me. It's a joy.